It's the 1% differences that give you the momentum to be able to actually achieve what you want, right? Hello, hello, gorgeous human. I have missed you so freaking much. Girl, the past two weeks have been nuts. Just nuts. I have finally gotten better from the first round of being sick. And then not even a week later, Tony had gotten sick again from one of his friends and then had given it to me. Don't worry, guys. It wasn't COVID. But at the same time, y'all, I mean, it lasted a long time. Like, I mean, even my body is still, you know, recovering a little bit today. But I am so sorry we haven't posted a podcast episode in the past couple weeks. And that's simply because last week I was literally geared up to record, had our topic today, and I was like, wait. Am I actually going to sound okay? Whenever I recorded myself, I sounded awful. My voice, I didn't have a voice. And then all of a sudden, you know, I sounded like an 80-year-old smoker man. It was horrible. All of my clients can contest to it. They talked to me a few days before then, and I already was sounding horrible. So anyways, I am so happy to be back. I just got my voice back on Friday. We then were attending all these weddings and all this stuff. Y'all, my husband is literally a celebrity. I think I married the president because he literally is in every single wedding. He's either a best man or a groomsman. And I'm like, shoot, like you were so freaking popular. I'm like, what about me? But then I talked to one of my clients yesterday and I was like, actually, you know, I don't think I would want to be in a million weddings. There's so much responsibility that goes along with that. And I am just a no-go. So as of for the next month, I have told Tony we are not committing to anything because I just want to straight up chill, focus, and just relax and recover. So anyways, I'm so freaking excited. We back, baby, and I'm coming at you with two episodes this week, and I'm so, so excited. So one of the things I want to touch on today is within this past week, I was on the phone with one of my clients, and we dove into how fitness has not only changed her body, but also how much it's changed so many different areas and aspects of her life. And so I wanted to be able to bring this conversation to our coffee date, because A, I miss you so much, and B, duh, we're going to start with a fire topic, because this is my favorite thing to talk about. And we need to remember that fitness not only is, you know, a common thought of just looking and feeling good, but it's so much more than that. It gives you so much more in life. And so I'm so pumped for us to jump into this together. So main takeaway here though, guys, is that fitness not only changes your body, it can change your life in so many different ways. We're going to be hitting on five today. So I'm pumped. Let's go ahead. We're going to go into number one. Number one is how fitness changes your life is through discipline. Discipline changes so many aspects of your life. And the main takeaway for discipline is that it's doing the things that need to be done whenever you don't feel like it. Discipline is there whenever motivation doesn't want to show up. I know that you feel feel this because girl, we're not motivated 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's not how that works, but it's discipline that gets us from where we are to where we want to be able to go. It's the strongest form of self-love. It's ignoring current pleasures for the things we want in the future. It's ignoring what you want now for the big kit and caboodle that you want down the road, right? It's saying no to the pizza tonight to be able to say, yes, I have. I felt so good about that decision and I am improving my eating habits because I'm a person that does just give in to those cravings. It's it's literally loving yourself enough to give you everything that you've ever wanted. It's all about the long game, not the short game. 
is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. So your level of success is determined by your overall level of discipline and perseverance. So a couple of examples here. Discipline comes whenever you're waking up at 4.30 or 5 a.m. to get in your workout. It comes whenever you're going to the grocery store on Sundays. Even if it's really early in the mornings, but it first opens at 8 a.m., that's whenever I like to go to get your meal prep. It's setting out your clothes that, or putting together your bag the night before to ensure your success that no crap you're going to show up to that workout. Like, come on, whether it's before work, at lunch, or after work, you don't have an excuse. You are going to be getting it done. It's having that preparation there. It's knowing that you don't have to have the motivation to do this right now, but you're going to be able to do it anyways because it's going to lead to the massive results down the road. We've talked about this a million times with the Atomic Habits. It's the 1% differences that give you the momentum to be able to actually achieve what you you want, right? Also, discipline looks like planning it out. On Sundays, you are literally structuring out what is your week going to look like? When are you meal prepping? When are you grocery shopping? When are your workouts? If you're going to be working out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and taking off on Thursday and Sunday, amazing. But then you got to stick to it, girlfriend. You got to stick to it, right? So the main takeaway is that fitness has such an incredible difference in our lives. It teaches us how much discipline really supports our goals. It supports the things that we want to be able to do. And discipline is a muscle. If we we need to exercise it daily, if we don't exercise it, if we don't work it, we will lose it. I know that you can think of so many different things in your life right now where you wish you had the discipline or you one time had the discipline and then you lost it because you didn't exercise it a lot. So discipline really helps show us through fitness that we, in order to get the body, the the energy, the, the look that we want at the end of the day, we're going to have to definitely have some discipline, some consistency, some perseverance to make sure that we are able to get it done, that way we can get there, right? So number one is fitness completely changes our lives because it teaches us discipline. It teaches us in order to be able to get to where we want to go, we have to do it even when we don't want to. And we have to have the structure in place to be able to get there and do it and have the discipline. So then number two is that fitness teaches us all about patience. Ooh, I know, I know. In a world of instant gratification, in the world of Amazon Prime, overnight shipping, instant messaging, there is no surprise that we want our fitness transformation to be the same. But guys, you know it and I know it. That's not how this works. You can't drop 15 pounds in one day. And if you do, hello, that is completely unhealthy for you and that's not going to last and that's not sustainable, right? Like obviously that's not going to be the case. But fitness teaches us patience. It, you know, Being patient reminds us that results happen over time. They're not overnight working hard, staying consistent and patiently waiting because they are around the corner. They are around the corner. You know, that's the reason why I actually set up my program the way that I do for the 16-week one-on-one ambitious and fit coaching program is we set up each of the phases to manage the expectations because of the patience that comes along with getting results. You know, month number one is the doing it. It's where you're establishing the habits. You're doing the dang thing. Month number two is the feel it, where you're feeling the energy. You're seeing some changes, but boy, do you feel freaking amazing, right? And then month number three is the see it phase. Holy crap. 
I look freaking amazing. I morphed and melted into this amazing fit human being. And now all of a sudden in month four is where you're living it out. You're actually stabilizing. You have the lifestyle. You're doing it. You're going to have the habits that are going to last you for 20, 30, 40 years of your life, right? So making sure it's it's able to manage your expectations, but patience is key. Fitness teaches that. We have to be patient when it comes to our actual results, the things that we are working so, so hard for. Think of it like a sculpture. Back in the day, whenever they were, of course, I know there are still people that create sculptures today, but think of yourself as a craftsman or a crafts lady, if you know what I mean. And basically you're chipping away at a big stone, like just at one inch at a time, one, one little piece, one little piece. And you're taking this big stone and you're sculpting it into the body you have always dreamed of. Fitness teaches us that we have to be patient and precise and we have to be willing to work hard and we have to wait and we have to we have to know that no matter what it's going to be around the corner because the overall patience the waiting game at the end guys it is amazing because it's a true testament of your hard work. Also, if you want something to last, sculptures to this day, there are sculptures that are, have lived thousands of years. Think of the pyramids. Think of, you know, ancient Rome. Think of all of these incredible sculptures that we have to this day that tell a story of our history, right? We want something to last like a sculpture. We're not going to be able to get it in an instant because we don't want it to be instant. We don't want it to instantly, you know, die like a plant. For example, like I'm a plant killer. I want to be a plant mom. I'm so bad. Um, but I'll be honest, guys. I mean, even my best friend, Elise, can tell you she made me in charge of watching her dogs and her plants. Her dogs survived and her plants did not. So anyways, though, I'll have to get better at it when we move into the new house. But like, in order to keep a plant alive, you got to be consistent and wait for it to grow and all of that stuff. But it's more likely to, you know, not survive as long as that sculpture. The sculpture is thousands and thousands of years right? So a lot of things to think about here, but the main thing is that fitness teaches us patience because it helps us understand that we have to be, we have to wait and see in terms of the results, but we have to keep our head down, work hard, even when we don't know whenever it's going to come around the corner. So fitness teaches us patience. That's number two. Number three is prioritization. Prioritization. I talk about this all the time with my clients and we as ambitious women, we need to have a quick one-on-one talk, me and you right now. We as ambitious women have so many things on our plates, period. We are partners, best friends, wives, moms, yes, including my lovely fur mamas. We are badasses at our jobs. We are. We have our own fitness journeys, and there are so much things that we are called to do on a day-to-day basis. So many people want so many things from us, and most of the time, it's for others and not ourselves. And here's the thing is that we are then putting ourselves on the back burner. And when we put ourselves on the back burner, we therefore show up less than our ideal selves. And this happens slowly over time. It's interesting because remember how we talk about how, you know, getting 1% better every single day creates the momentum that slingshots us forward. If you think about it, think about it on the flip side. 
If you get 1% worse each day, the little decisions that you think are, you know what, I'm going to skip my workout today, or you know what, I'm going to go ahead and go out to eat and not eat what I have prepped at home. You know what, I'm going to go ahead and not go for my walk today. You know, I am going to you know, only get four hours of sleep when I know I need seven in order to function. It's those 1% decisions that accumulate over time. And then they're the ones that really hit us hard. They hit us hard in the meal, in the mirror, because literally, you know, we are one cheap meal turns into a cheap month or a year. Hello, 2020. You know what I mean? And you look in the mirror and all of a sudden you're like, wait, what? How did I get here? How do I look like this? What did I do? How did I let myself go? How did that even happen? And our confidence, it takes a hit. We're so hard on ourselves. We literally are beating ourselves up. You and I, we're all about achievement. We're all about you know, taking good care of ourselves and we're taking care of others and we succeed. That's who we are as individuals. And all of a sudden we're looking at ourselves and we're like, how the heck did you get here? How did you do this to yourself, right? And then we have this internal battle as we're trying to take care of others and it's because we've lost our own routine. And so the reality is, is that if we don't put ourselves at the top of our to-do list, then we don't show up as our best selves for others. And so fitness teaches us to prioritize ourselves. It teaches us to get back, you know, to give back to our bodies with movement. It teaches us to find a place away from everyone else and everything just to be present and focus on the task at hand which is for us. It makes us feel better. It makes us look better, right? So whether it's, you know, walking or lifting or even yoga, it gives our mind a much needed break. This is why I personally love working out in the mornings. Honestly, I wake up at 4.30 a.m. at 5 a.m. if I am like, maybe a little bit lazy. No, I don't know. 4.30 is my current goal. I've even considered going up to 4 a.m. I'm gonna let you know how that goes. We'll see how it, we'll see how it all shakes out. My business coach is definitely making me get out of my comfort zone, which is why I'm paying him the big bucks. So I love to wake up super early because, you know, whenever I wake up that early, the whole world is still asleep. Tony is asleep. The dogs are asleep. Nobody's pinging me when it comes to work. Nobody wants anything from me. And I am just by myself working on myself. And it's the greatest gift of all. I am making myself a priority because whenever I do, I show up more confidently at work, in my relationship, my family, and more. And so we have to remember that fitness teaches us to prioritize ourselves because at the end of the day, we're the ones in control of our own results. We're the ones that are in control of our energy. I know that there are so many outside factors, but really it's our choices at the end of the day. It's choosing ourselves because we know that if we don't go and get that workout or we don't find a way to de-stress, if we don't find a way to you know, move our bodies in order to feel better, then that's on us. I don't care if Susie Joe, you know, did something to you or, you know, uh, some other factor, your boss made you work late, or if you, you know, all these different factors were piling on top of you, like a bunch of linebackers on top of a quarterback, whenever it comes to football. Yes, I just spoke about sports. I don't even know, but it's a good visual, right? I, I don't know. You know what I mean? So it's just like when all that is piled on top of you at the end of the day, it's, it was your decision. It was your decision to, pri- to prioritize those things over yourself. Or it's your decision not to be able to find a way to pivot when you need to. 
going for a walk after work anyways, going and, you know, doing some yoga in your living room. Guys, we you can even do a stretching routine in your bedroom before you go to sleep. It's prioritizing yourself and your health and fitness teaches us that. So number four is ownership. Woohoo! This is one of my favorites. So fitness teaches us all about ownership. It's you versus you. You can't cheat the system. You are in charge of your results and you can't hide the things that you do. Ownership. Um, if you guys have ever heard of a guy named Jocko, I think that he said it best. It's when we stop making excuses, stop blaming others, and taking ownership of everything in our lives that we actually are able to complete and take massive action in order to solve our problems. And it's amazing because in your fitness journey, you can't do anything but take ownership in your fitness journey. If you're not all in and you're only one tippy toe in the door, you're not going to get amazing results. You're not going to be able to get, you know, the, the results that you want, right? And so, I mean, you have to be so stubborn about your goals because guess what? You're the only one who can get it for yourself. No one else cares enough about your dreams, your goals more than you do. They don't. It's, it's you. It's your life. That's all that matters, right? Like you can't change anybody else who doesn't want to change. You got to, in order for you to change, you need to be the one to change. You can't be flirting with the idea of a fitness journey. Like fitness teaches us you can't flirt with an idea in order to be able to get it to date you, right? In order for you to be able to commit to it, right? In order to marry it. Like I'm using the analogy of dating, but like you can't flirt with a goal. Like you'd be like, oh, this would be nice. Like get out. That's not how you're going to succeed it. You got to shoot your shot. You got to actually take the action. You got to take ownership of your complete and full journey. No one is just going to swing a wand like Harry Potter and give you everything that you want. In fitness, if you want it bad enough, you have to take ownership in your own journey and make it happen for yourself. Fitness also teaches us that you can't hide the things that you do from others. If you happen to have an off track few months, guess what? Your body shows it. If you haven't been working out, if you've been eating shitty, if you haven't drank water, your gut shows it, like everything. If you have had an off time period, yeah, you know exactly about that. I've had these time periods. I know you have too. Girl, me and you, we we have ups and downs in our lives. And I mean, life is not a straight incline, right? But whenever you're on point, when you are taking care of yourself and you are having, you know, the incredible driven nonstop acceleration in your goals, those on months, the months that you have crushed it, your body also shows it. And so fitness teaches us all about ownership, taking ownership of the things that we need to do, right? You have to take extreme ownership of your journey because it then translates into so many different areas of our lives. It's incredible. It also gives us a sense of achievement because we did the dang thing. We invested in ourselves. We showed up every day. We made it happen. And this is something I'm so thankful to fitness for because now I'm not afraid to take risks and get out of my comfort zone. I'm not afraid to do it in my relationship. I'm not afraid to do it at work. I'm not afraid to stand up for what I believe in. I'm not afraid to have tough conversations. I'm not. And I'm not afraid to walk away from friendships that aren't serving me. I'm not afraid to live my best life in my 30s and as I'm growing older, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid of that anymore. And this lesson has taught me to truly just get out of my own way because I am the one at the end of the day that's in charge of my life and my results. We are one second away from a change. One second. And that's one decision away and it's just awesome. 
So number five, so the fifth and final thing that I have that fitness teaches us, it teaches us so many other things, but this is the main piece of the you know, podcast today. We, fitness teaches us all about confidence. It teaches us all about confidence. It changes our lives when it comes to confidence. Fitness teaches us all about doing the work and feeling confident as we go through our journey because we achieved what we set out to do. There's a major sense of confidence that comes from practicing what you preach. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Practicing what you preach. There are so many people that are all talk, but when you do the dang thing and you show up unapologetically, this gives you confidence confidence unlike anything you have experienced ever before. When you prioritize yourself like you do in fitness, you show up more like your actual self, your authentic self, not the watered down, lower self-esteem version of you. Whenever I first started, not even whenever I first started my journey, I would say, let's put it in perspective, eight years ago, mm, Yeah, I'll say eight years ago. Eight years ago, this was whenever I was my heaviest. I was working, of course, in my corporate job. I, you know, was, you know, a little bit lower in terms of the totem pool, um, totem, you know, the overall like fish pool, I guess you could say, whenever it comes to being a, a lower like starting position. And so I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself because obviously I was new. I didn't know what I was doing, all that stuff. But what I will say is that. I had lower self-esteem because I was so mad at myself all the time. The things we talked about earlier, I was having battles with myself. I wasn't showing up the way I should have. I'm a bubbly, charismatic human being. I was not that way eight, nine years ago, period. I was not. I was I was depressed. I was in a slump. I was... I wasn't myself. I have to be honest. I wasn't myself. I didn't know where to go from there. And so whenever I actually started prioritizing my fitness and my health, that's whenever real confidence, I started breaking out of my shell. The Michelle that you know today, all of a sudden started like blooming like a beautiful flower. Like I, I was just becoming more and more of myself every day. And it was awesome. I was awesome. And whenever like fast forward to six, seven years later, you show up in a way that you've always wanted to because you look and you feel incredible. There's just something about it. it. like It's like an electric jolt that just gives you the permission to be your most authentic self no matter what anybody thinks. You show up more in your relationship. You show up more in your friendships. You feel more confident to go out with your friends wearing certain clothes and you, know, you feel like you have something to wear and you also are feeling good going to the pool or on vacations. Like You feel incredible, right? And you you have the confidence to be able to even eat treats and or you know unhealthy foods with confidence because you know it's not going to deter your progress if you have a couple of meals like that per week like it's having the confidence and knowing that you are on a good track that you are feeling so good in your own skin you can even walk into a boardroom or in your boss's office for example with your head so held high that you shoot your shot and you ask for the promotion or the raise or shoot. They just freaking notice how amazing and confident that you have been, that you're showing more in your work, you're working even harder, you're applying all the other things that we had talked about in terms of the discipline, the patience, you know, the commitment, all of those good things there. And maybe they even just surprise you with a promotion that you didn't even see coming. So main takeaway is that fitness changes your life, whenever it comes to, to confidence, you shine brighter than you ever have before, and this feeling is priceless. So when I prioritized myself seven years ago, I got promoted three times at work. I met the love of my life. 
I hung out with friends who made me level up more every day. I stopped settling for less than what I deserved and I radiate and I, I, I radiate the true version of myself. I feel more like myself than I ever have in my 30 years of being on this planet, period. That version of Michelle had been locked up for so long because I didn't focus on myself and I didn't prioritize myself and I didn't commit to something. I didn't take ownership of my life and my fitness journey, for example. And this is what I help my clients do too. At the end of their program, wow, like yes, their transformations are just incredible, but the results that they achieve outside of just their body are just unmatched. This, it gives me life every single freaking day. It translates to every aspect of their lives. It becomes magnetic to other individuals around them. You know, it, it, you just spread like wildfire. It's magnetic and incredible. So your main takeaway is that fitness does more than just give you a toned body, more energy. It gives you life lessons that translate to how you show up in all areas of your life that affect your mental health, your relationships, finances, work, all of those things. And it's the greatest gift that I want all of you to experience just as myself and my clients have. So quick time for a recap. Uh, I just love this topic so much. I'm so, so passionate about it. So thank you for hearing me rant for a wee bit. Um, So I'm so happy we jammed on this together. So fitness not only changes our body, but also changes our lives by teaching us discipline, patience, prioritization, ownership, and confidence. So I want you to know, I want to know, honestly, guys, if any of these had resonated with you, any of these five things, if you've experienced this in your own journey or anything that you've learned in your own fitness um, transformation, please take a screenshot screenshot of you listening to this episode and add one of those five words. So discipline, patience, prioritization, ownership, or confidence that fitness has personally taught you or any additional ones that it's taught you. I would love to hear more. So I would love to see you post this. So tag me at Michelle underscore sellings fit on Instagram. And so that way I can personally say thank you, but I love you guys so much. I hope that you kick ass this week because you are going and getting what's yours. I believe in you. I love you. And I can not wait to talk to you in the next episode. See ya. Hey there. Hope you love the episode. If so, and you want to share it with your friends, take a screenshot, post and tag me on Instagram at Michelle underscore Stallings fit. I love knowing which episodes are your favorite. And I also just want to tell you, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Love you guys so much and catch it in the next episode.